Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Big show today. Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson will be on together, and we'll talk to Adele, who has never been on this show before, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Let me start with the news of the morning, though. It is Lunchbox's wife's birthday, so let's say happy birthday to her. I hope it's an awesome day. Lunchbox, what would you like to say to her right now if she is listening? Well, first of all, she better be listening because she needs to support me because this is how I pay the bills. And so without her listening, we can't pay the bills. Um, And I would like to say happy birthday and thank you for being a great wife and a great mom to our kids. And, you know, yeah. (laughs) That's your birthday message? It's really early in the show. Yeah, it's really early. So if she's not listening, I completely get it. But... I don't just bring it up so we can applaud Lunchbox's wife for what she has to go through for being his wife, but Lunchbox has a situation because he wants to go play soccer tonight on his wife's birthday, right? Yeah, co-ed team has a game tonight, and so as the captain of the team, I feel like I should be going to the game, and when I brought this up to her, she was, I would say, uh, shocked that I would even think about going to play soccer on her birthday, like, aren't we going to celebrate? And I'm like, yeah, we can have dinner, and then I go to the game. What's the big deal? And she is just like, <laughs> it's my birthday. Around the room, whose side are you on, Amy? Are you Team Lunchbox or Team Lunchbox's wife? Um, team Lunchbox's wife, and you absolutely need to not go to the game. Don't you think that's letting okay. the team down by not showing up? Just, you know, I'm the one that has the jerseys. I'm the captain. No, I'd be more concerned about letting your wife down than teammates. When you told her you were going to go play soccer or you wanted to play soccer, what was was her reaction more hurt or angry? More hurt. It was more like, ha, 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 yeah, right, it's my birthday. And I was like, look, I made a commitment to my team, and I said I would be there when, I, when we have games, and so I will be there tonight. And she was like, you made a commitment to me when you said I do. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh. Eddie, what are your thoughts? You've been married for a long time. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Like, absolutely exactly what she just said. You committed to her way before the soccer team. It's her birthday. Like, dude, you got to cancel the game and go celebrate her birthday because she's an awesome wife. Yeah, I'll hop onto that too. You have to, because your house is going to be unhappy for far longer than you'll have to suffer the wrath of your soccer team being unhappy. And it's also her birthday. She has one a year. It's a dinner, right? If you do go and play soccer, will she go watch you? Will you come back home when she didn't watch you to an angry house? What's going to happen? She would probably not go watch me because, I mean, she's seen me play enough times that, you know, she does like it when I come home sweaty. She thinks it's kind of hot when I'm in my soccer uniform. So I feel like that's kind of like, hey, girl, I'm in my, your birthday. You know what I mean? I'm in my soccer uniform. Want to go upstairs? And she'll probably already be right. asleep. But she will be home by herself with the kids on her birthday. Yeah. She'd be at home with the three kids you don't feel by bad herself about that. on her birth. Do I feel bad? No, she's a mom. We got commitment. She's got commitment to the kids. Really? I got commitment to my team. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Okay, so as of right now, you're going to go play soccer. Yeah, I mean, because we're 2-0. and I don't want to ruin the undefeated season by not showing up. And if you win your soccer league, you win like a scholarship for your kids or what? No, we just get a picture on the website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. So my best friend broke up with his girlfriend. They dated for a few months, but since then, she's been hitting on me like crazy. If I hooked up with her, would it be breaking the bro code or not? We've been friends for a long time, so I don't know what to do. Signed. He wrote his whole first and last name. I'm not going to read it. Because <laughs> I don't know that he wants to be free. Well, that's gutsy. Yeah. Uh, we'll just call it Guy in Distress. 
Uh, bro code's only broken if bro code isn't discussed about. Isn't discussed. I, I, if you want to hook up with this girl. Ask bro. You have to. Wait, yeah. Doesn't Ray have this situation? Because he only met his wife because his other friend matched oh, yeah. with her on Tinder. It was just a weekend thing, so I don't know if that really applies to this situation. Well, this is only a couple months. I mean... My best friend broke up with his girlfriend. They dated for a few months. Yeah. A few months. Uh, not exactly the same, different. but okay. Did you have to go to your bro, Ray, and be like, hey, the girl you matched with on Tinder, I'm going to date? I did have to say, let me have her number before you leave town. And he said, I, leave in another, I live in another state, so yes, you can have her number. Okay. Here's her number. Do you feel like she liked him or you better when you first met? She didn't like either of us. We, we all went our separate ways, and then whatever, he left town, and then that's when I hit her up. But yeah, it never went well the first time we all hung out. Well, you're the ultimate bro. How do you answer this? <laughs> I mean, go for it. Who gives a rip? But you, talk like, but you to have the bro. to talk to the, the, the bro, though, before you do it. Right, but if, if she doesn't have a ring on her finger, That's like, not the point. The point is, do you talk to bro, or do you just go? Yes, bros are very understanding. Discuss it, but it will be totally okay. I don't go know. For I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't that think it will well, be. Well, first of all, we have to dissect who broke up with who. We don't know that detail. So my best friend broke up oh, with his girlfriend. Okay, so he broke up with her. They dated a few months, but there she's been go. hitting on me like crazy. I don't think he allows it. Really? Mm-mm. But you don't know. so I do the, know because he, that's going to put that, that girl I broke up with back in my life because she's dating my friend. But a real bro would be like, ah, dude, you know what? It's not. She wasn't for me. Yeah. Give, give it a shot. Especially because he broke up with her. If she dumped him and he was heartbroken. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. If this happened, I would go. This is what I would say. Are you going to hook up or are you trying to date? Date. Then no. If you're going <gasps> to hook up. What? But I love her. You don't. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. Hey, we're no, just no, a no, scenario. Here's why. scenario. Because I just dumped her. I don't want her back in my life <sighs> as a girlfriend of my bro. But bro, that's my life, not yours, bro. Stop calling me bro. <laughs> I know. I don't, I'm I don't just know. telling you what, what the reaction would be. It was like, I broke up with her. I don't want her What's around. What's so bad I don't, about? I don't like her, obviously. Something, who knows what happened? I don't want her in my life. So if you want to hook up with her, great. Oh, my gosh. It's just that. that I'm just there has that's to be listeners right what a bro now that this has happened to. That's what a bro would say. Lunchbox, what do you think? Listen. He can hook up, but he can't date. Yeah. He can hook up, but can't date. Y'all are crazy. No, no, no. If he's going just to have fun, you're not dating her. You can hook up with her. That's I fine. I disagree with you this. You can't share girlfriends. No, you can't. Never. I've had chicks it, it, that I hook up with and my bros have hooked <laughs> up with, but they don't date them. Stop. And then it's like, if you're with her, guy, <laughs> if you're ago. with her, you always have to think about her being with him. Exactly. Sure. And then you're like, I wonder if he was better. I wonder if he... That's that's. Just, it's just too messy. I'm not saying it's but not they, messy, they, but... They you, were only together a few months. You got to have the conversation, Bones. Okay. Yes, the conversation is, can I date her? No. Can I? Do you care if I make out with her? Go for it. <laughs> exactly. But don't bring her around me because I had to dump her because something happened that made us not be, want to be together. Okay. For, we have gaps in the story. Clearly, we don't know everything, but I say have the conversation. You never know. He might say yes. Okay, here's the official answer. You can make out with her. You have to ask him. You have to ask him. But he's probably going to say make out with her, but not date her. Okay. That's the answer to that, and that's that <laughs> wow. on that. All right, Morgan, if they want to email the show, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. How'd you feel about that, by the way, Morgan? I mean, I think he should ask his friend, and then he can date her if she says yes. Because if he says if he says yes, then yes. If all the friend off. says yes, but the friend's not going to say yes, you that's don't know, you don't know that. that. I've been a bro before you guys have been a bro, and you've been a bro in thirty years. But I was still a bro, bro. Yeah, in like the sixties. <laughs> but you weren't a good. Bro. You were like watching Mash and then being a bro. <laughs> okay, bro, take okay. it easy, bro. All right, all right, <laughs> bro. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. 
These are the five most fun facts as presented by Amy. Let's go. Number five. So you might be freaking out while you're going to serve for Thanksgiving because traditional stuff might be out of stock at your grocery store. I know turkeys are extremely hard to come by, but traditions, you feel like you have to have it. But turkey was likely not eaten at the first Thanksgiving. Instead, wildfowl, goose, even pigeons. I ain't buying that. No, we got to have turkey. All right, kids, come for your pigeon. Yeah, try that today. <laughs> Pretty little swans maybe were consumed. You still want a turkey. I get it too, but if you have to supplement another meat or something. It ain't something, a pigeon, I'm uh, going to tell you. It ain't a goose. It ain't any of that. All right. <laughs> Number four. So astronauts can grow up to two inches taller while they're in space. That's because they don't have the gravity pulling them down. Ray's Googling, how do I get to space right now? <laughs> oh, dang. Ray, Ray, are you okay? Ray's GoFundMe for a Jeff Bezos flight. <laughs> Jeff Bezos flight. Like 5'9 in space. Yeah, That's man. amazing. That's awesome. Number three. Something to pay attention to while you're doing your Christmas shopping is that most department stores tend to play slower music in order to slow down customers and keep them shopping longer. What about a grocery store? I feel like that's... They you might know, easy uh, listening, but yeah. not super slow. Yeah, maybe. But then a restaurant, I know it's the opposite is true. They tend to play faster music. This isn't every restaurant, but they want the turnover rate to be faster. I feel like you hear a lot of REO Speedwagon at grocery stores. Oh, yeah? Heard it from a friend who, heard it from a friend who. Wonder what the motive is there. Just keep you in a good mood. <laughs> keep driving. You know, keep life looking up. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Number two. So guide dogs, they do their business on command. And this is all to make life easier for their owners. Which what do you I mean think their is, business? Well, if they have to go to the bathroom, like my dog, I she just goes when she wants to go. I can't. But these dogs, trained dogs, they hold it. And when their owner says, okay, you can use the restroom, the dog will use the restroom. That way everyone's in the know of, what, of what's going on. That doesn't seem like it'd be a fun life to live. <laughs> for the dog? No yeah. way. Mm-mm. Well, I'm sure the owners are also considerate of making sure that they give the Your dog. Your dog still poops in the house? She, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's oh. no, it's reactionary, I think, to the cat oh, no. where she gets mad. <laughs> but listen, also, I left a drawer open in my bathroom where I keep towels, and it kind of looks like a box. And I just realized my cat hopped in there and peed on a towel because I think she thought it was Ugh. the shape of her litter box and that she could pee there. I, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I guess I need to try your water bottle trick, trick where I just spray her. But yeah, my animals are a hot mess at my house. Yeah. They are. Your dog's all over the place at your house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a great dog. I love her, but we have problems. And most fun fact. Here you go. (laughs) So the Wright brothers, they're famous, obviously, for having the first flight in an airplane, but they only flew once together because they promised their dad they would always fly separately. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. It's so dangerous and... I expected them both to be pedaling that thing up there together. That one, they were, but everything else, separate, or maybe they have a different, quote unquote, co-pilot situation because that makes sense. It's like the president and vice president. They can't be in the same place because right. if they both die, then what do you do? I didn't know the Wright brothers had lived by that. You know what? I've never, we've never done this. Like sometimes this whole show is on the same Southwest flight. And you know what? It'd be okay if that plane went down. No, <laughs> Let's no, be no. Honest. Bobby and I travel separately with Raging Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Just in okay, case. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Fun fact Friday. Yeah. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. Congratulations to Thomas Rhett and his wife, Lauren. They welcomed their fourth child together, a baby girl named Lily Carolina Akins. She was born on November 15th. Reba McIntyre released a song for the holidays. It's called, I Need Christmas. Well, I need a Christmas to find my way back. 
released a new song called How to Talk to Girls. She's got me at a loss for words. I guess I'm still learning how to talk to girls. And Gabby Barrett's Goldmine Deluxe album is out today. Here's one of the new songs from it called Never Get It Back. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy, John, in Pennsylvania, he's washing his hands at his house. And then he notices my wedding ring is missing. And this is especially sad to him because this is a ring that his wife gave him and she has since passed away. They're about to celebrate 60 years of marriage. Well, they would be in December. So he's like, oh, I got to get this ring back. Good thing I'm at home. I'll be able to catch it in a drain trap. My son will help me. Well, they looked and looked. No ring. So he thought the ring was just missing. Well, turns out his granddaughter was on Facebook and a local business had put up a wedding ring that they found in their store. Well, he had visited there. How did so, he lose the ring? I just fell off his finger. I, it was at a at a dairy store. I oh, have no idea. Oh, probably getting eating ice cream with his hands. <laughs> Maybe something yeah, like best that. Out of Reaching all. in the bucket with his hands. We got him. But engraved on the inside of the ring, it says internally yours, and it has the initials of him and his late wife, and with the year December second, nineteen sixty one. That's so, awesome. He got it back. Yeah. Which we're still trying to get Amy's back. Yes. Her class ring. There's a five hundred and five dollar reward. Yeah. For her Texas A&M Aggie ring that says Amy Brown. It says Amy E. Moffitt. Oh, Amy. I wasn't married yet. Name, that's right. And uh, cla- a class of 03, and it has a teeny tiny little diamond, and mine is the gold ring. There's several options. Mine was gold, tiny diamond. Those are the details. Just Amy Moffitt's all we need in Texas A&M. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that anything okay. else is going to Well, I bet you don't think there's another Amy Moffitt that went there in all these years? No. Really? Probably not. Not from 2003, no. $505 cold hard cash. Come on, let's find this ring. He got his back. We're trying to get Amy's back. Yes. Does anyone want to add $5 to the reward? I will. Oh, wow. $510. Let's go. It's like a telethon. It's going up live on the air. <laughs> Check the tote board. Anybody five, else? Ten. Lunchbox? Fine, five. $515. Okay, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Well, we knew we were going to have Adele on the show today. She was going to call in live. But then yesterday afternoon, we get a call going, hey, can you guys do the interview with Adele right now? And I wasn't available, but Amy was. So Amy had to interview Adele by herself yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> oh. So this is recorded. Uh-huh. She's still on the show today, but this is Amy having to quickly run upstairs in her home studio and interview Adele with just a few minutes to get ready for it. <laughs> okay. By the way, you may know Adele from this song. Hello. It's me. Her new album is out today with Take It Easy on Me. Uh, So here's Amy with Adele. Hey, I'm on with Adele now, which this is exciting. Your new album, 30, is out today, full of so many amazing songs, including Easy on Me. So I want to start with that song. Uh, Did you start with the tune of it or the lyrics? I had the lyrical idea in the shower, um, and then I had a session with Greg, who I wrote it with like a couple of weeks later. And um, 
And yeah, it always a session always starts with like, what you're trying to doing today? And I was like, I don't know, jump on the piano. And I waited for some chords that felt nice. And I just, yeah, I found the melody, um, sort of, you know, the melody that it is now and put it to put it to the lyrics I had, yeah. And so do you physically write out lyrics or do you type them? No, I do. Yeah, I um, I physically write them. I have a book for every album that I write all of my lyrics in, yeah. Now, when you're writing a song, does it have to pass some sort of a emotional test? Like if you don't think it's going to make people feel, do you just totally scrap? It. No, actually, it's always I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm really quite a tough critic on myself. I move on very very quickly. If I'm not moved by by one of my songs, you know, or, or what I'm writing, then I'll be like on to the next one. I really don't think about um, anyone other than myself when I'm writing the songs. Like you know, I'm I'd, I'd hate to sort of you know um, rate my songs when I'm writing them of whether it would be like a radio hit or would make someone cry or if it would make someone dance like you know I feel like that would really get in the way of me writing in general now again with easy on me there's a target deluxe version with Chris Stapleton so how did that come about and do you reach out to Chris personally yes I did I did reach out to him I constantly heard a male harmony on the chorus um just just one line you know a bit Shania Twainy like you know where there's always a guy doing a harmony and stuff like that just Chris Stapleton's one of my favorite singers you know I've been such a big fan of his and still drivers for, for so so long um and so I got his number um and I called him and I you know I said what I just said to you and and I was like I can't really ask you just to sing a bloody harmony on the chorus um so why don't we give it a go of doing it as a whole duet and it was his voice is sublime on it and we had to do it all remotely because of bloody covid so we still actually haven't met which is probably a good thing because I probably would have like thrown up and got nervous and had a little cry or something like that but um it's beautiful yeah and in the end boy he sings his ass off it's phenomenal well speaking of crying I mean your music has moved me to tears on multiple occasions even most recently during your one night only special I drink wine just hit me big time and I know a lot of people use your music for a good therapeutic cry so what do you listen to or what do you do if you need to cry I definitely listen to music um you know I really do think there's a song for every emotion and every occasion um and anything I'm going through whether it be needing a good cry you know like laughing or dancing and singing my lungs out you know I always always go to music for that I love a soundtrack to all of those things um and Air James will make me cry like any day of the week um her voice is just so painful she has so much emotion in her voice it just straight away if I need a good cry she um she'll help me for sure now when it comes to your music is it difficult to put so many details out there um I'd say I was definitely hesitant about it on my last album but you know I also I was still quite new to being sort of well known um so I was a bit scared by it all but you know there's nothing I can seem to do to to sort of make that die down in, in any way so I feel like it's is I might as well utilize it to try and help more and more people access how they feel and and acknowledge you know situations and emotions that they're in and stuff like that because I feel like we're all taught to do the opposite these days um you know to sort of it sounds like we're moaning if we're talking about loneliness or sadness or you know life choices when you know it's not moaning at all and it's why we're all so bloody messed up is because we're encouraged not to bloody talk about how we feel so this time I was definitely I felt like um I wanted to share my journey so that um other people felt you know like like they should too well you definitely have a gift and and I appreciate you sharing so much and something else that's exclusive to Target is the uh the standard 
track list of 30 that's on vinyl, which I think would be a really cool Christmas present or holiday gift. And it got me thinking, what in the world do your friends and family get you, Adele, as a gift? I like really thoughtful, almost like personalized presents, you know, if I'm to get one. So it'd be like, you know, something something that I would have said like years ago or months ago about something like from when I was little or something like that, you know, and someone would track it down on eBay or something like that. Like, um, um, yeah, but I also love it. I love a nice smelly candle. Like, you know, often like, you know, like my, my nana's bless them. They'll always buy me a little diptyque candle or something, you know, and I love it. I'll have candles on in my, in my house all day if I could. So yeah, I have something really, really nostalgic or a candle. Okay. Well, Adele, thank you so much for sharing so much with the world. I'm I'm personally headed to Target this weekend to get all the exclusive 30 stuff. And for those that, that maybe can't make it to Target, I know it's available at Target.com too. So congrats on another amazing project. Oh, thank you, darling. Um, happy holidays. Yes, you too. See you soon. Have fun at Target. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby, it's uh, me, Bentley. I'm a, just um, a former person who loves to watch the Bobby Bone Show. And, uh, f*** you. Huh? Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. That sounds like a kid who's doing this to impress his friends. Really like they're all funny. sitting around playing music. Uh, okay, uh, Bentley. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Sorry you don't like the show anymore. Uh, here's the next one. Hey, Bobby, morning studio. Bobby always has a game during the Christmas season. He's in queue, something real fun, and I buy it every year, but I haven't heard Bobby talk about the game for this year. If there is a new game that Bobby recommends for the holidays, please let us know. All right, I'm going to give you guys blank slate to play. That's the game I recommend. I was talking to Caitlin about last New Year's because I'm hosting New Year's Eve on CBS this year. And I said, what do we do last New Year's? And she said, we sat at the house with two of our friends and played Blank Slate until New Year's. And I was like, oh, yeah. So it's not a new game, but it's a great game. So Blank Slate is the game I'd recommend for the holidays when you're stuck in the house hanging out with people. Thank you for that call, though. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so something about seeing a six-year-old running around with a Visa card is a little scary to me. But a lot of parents are ditching cash when it comes to allowance. And they're giving their kids debit cards instead. All right, debit cards is interesting and also different than credit cards. Because a debit card, you act, you only have $10 on that card if you're given $10 as allowance. And then you can actually learn how to use a card for later in life. I think this is better than what school taught me about money. Yeah, I mean, it's it's at first I was shocked by the headlines. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to adopt this. Because yes, if, if I give my 14-year-old daughter a debit card and that's where she keeps any of her money that she's earned, then she can enter it in. If she's wanting to download a video game or something, she can enter in her own debit card instead of my credit card. And then if she can afford it, she can buy it. If not, it teaches her money management that way. Yeah, no chance that she gets a Discover card with 40% interest. But a debit card, that's okay, I think. All right, what else? All right, so majority of people say that doing good deeds makes them happier. So I have the top most rewarding good deeds, according to a survey. So if you do, I'll do the top five. And if you do some of these today, then boom, you're going to bring some joy to yourself. In at number five, giving someone a compliment. Super simple. Number four, holding a door for someone, and especially a stranger, it hits differently, so maybe do it for someone you don't know. Just saying good morning to people with a smile, and at number three, and number two, donating to someone in need. And the number one thing that'll bring you joy today is helping a friend, a family member, or a coworker with a small task. The holding the door open 
You know, that's a weird one because sometimes people will hold the door open for me, but I'm too far away. Then I have to like sprint or it's awkward. That ever happened to you guys? Yeah. Where they're holding the door and you're like, you know, 14 steps away. And you're like, <laughs> oh boy, I got to get there quick because they're holding the door for me. You know, I'm okay. I can open my own door. Well, I mean, it's just a nice gesture. Just try it out today if you need a little joy in your life. All right, so Justin Moore's song, With a Woman You Love. With a woman you love, you talk all night. Buy five acres in a farmhouse and paint it bright white. With a woman you love. Justin says this song is about things a guy will do for the woman he loves. And Justin's been married for 14 years, and he said he puts up with, like, watching Real Housewives and having too many pets, including a cat that wakes him up every morning at, like, 5.30. So, Bobby, my question for you is, what do you do for the woman you love? Two, three times a day, I'm rubbing some shoulder oh, wow. in some part. And I'm, I'm so trained on the shoulder rub. All she has to do is look at me. And like, just like make one of her shoulders tick. And I go, okay, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the bat signal. That's the shoulder signal for me to walk over there and rub shoulders. So shoulder rubs. I do watch Housewives with her some, not all the time. And then I, she will tell me when to take a shower. I used to be my own shower Wait. judge. But sometimes she'll go, oof, you stink right now. You need to go take a shower. So I would do that. I take more showers. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, because you should be doing that for yourself. <laughs> Not <laughs> like, bones. <laughs> I, listen, I take a shower in the morning. I take a shower at night most of the time. But being single my whole life, sometimes I just didn't understand if I smelled. So now I'm learning that I smell a little more than I think I do. So I'm taking more showers. Gotcha. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A mom and her two-year-old daughter out for a hike in Oregon when the two-year-old starts to slip off the trail. Mom does what you're supposed to do, tries to get the two-year-old, takes her over the edge also, and they go tumbling down. And all you hear is screams, and they fall 100 feet down into a creek. And other hikers, after hearing the screams, run there. There's an ER doctor that's, you know, out there hiking, helps them all, gets them to the hospital. There are a couple things about this story. One, that there's a doctor close enough, they hear the screams, and can go and help them. And then two, I bet you, you'd rather have an ER doctor than like a proctologist. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) For sure. Because the ER doctor is dealing with trauma, quick decisions. You know, if you get a podiatrist in there and it's like, well, I do feet, man. Yeah. I do ingrown toenails. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were they hurt? They had injuries, but nothing life-threatening. Mm, crazy. Awesome. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in a little bit, we'll talk to Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. So you guys hang out for that. Also, we'll talk to Adele. So big show today. But first, let's go over and do the morning corny with Amy. <laughs> The Morning Corny. What do you call a running turkey? What do you call a running turkey? Fast food. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. We're about to have on Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. They have a song together. Pretty cool team up, if you ask me. You may know Cole from, I mean, he's got so many number ones, but here's a clip of Chillin' It. And you may know Lainey from her number one. Here you go. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. Get it all lined up. Everybody's on the phone. All right, here we go. The Friday Morning Conversation with Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. Well, we have two of my favorite people on at the same time because they are doing a song together. Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson are both on with us. Let's say hello to our friends. 
Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, Cole, let me ask you a question here. So this song here, Never Say Never, when I first heard it was, uh, heard it was coming out, did you guys consider it's the same name as a Justin Bieber song? <laughs> I don't I don't know that many Justin Bieber songs, but uh, is it, what, well, what song is that? No, I didn't. It's a great thing because people will search that song too, and you'll get so many extra streams. What I was like, exactly. Cole is a marketing genius. There you go. Thanks for that idea. I didn't. Uh, I did not know that, but I do love the song. And uh, hey, if it's anything as successful like Bieber does, I uh, we'll be in good shape on that. So thanks for letting us know about that. Hey, so how'd this come together, Cole? Did you reach out to Lanny and say hey, we got this song or what? Yeah, you know, and it's it's been a long time coming. I think I, you know, I've been waiting to do a duet, and it's a, a song that I love. It's special to me. I wrote it with Chase McGill and Jesse Alexander, and um, we were just waiting on the right right person to do it. And when Lainey came to mind, I mean, I'm a huge fan of her music, and you know, we're friends. And I just I, I had to text her and I, at least send her the song. And Lainey, you can can go from there but i just uh yeah that's how it came about and i was just hoping that that she was into it and and we could pull it off so lanny what did the text say from cole i was in isla Mujeres. i was taking my first vacation that i had taken in like 10 years and i was sitting out there having a pina colada i get a text from cole and um he was like i really want to do this song i think you would sound great on it he was like check it out and i'll you know i'll be straight up i take so much pride in my own songwriting I feel like I was a songwriter before I was an artist. So I'm like, I'm a stickler, you know, and I'm telling you, I got through the first verse of this song and I was like, holy smokes, I got to be a part of this. And it made me feel something. And at the end of the day, I think we just all want to feel something. So I couldn't say yes quick enough. I just wanted to, I mean, I text her after that, after she heard it and she liked it. It's just, a, I mean, that's nerve wracking when you send somebody a song that especially you're a fan of that is a great songwriter, like she said, you know, and she, the fact that she loved it, it was just a big relief. It was just like, whew. I immediately texted her. I said, I honestly, I'm, I mean this, and we still have the text, I'm sure. I said, I can't hear anybody saying, I told my mama the first line of the song than Lainey Wilkes, other than her. And it's, uh, it just sounded like her to me. And it's, I mean, she nailed it, man. It's, uh, this is exactly what, how we imagined it. You just never know how it's going to turn out. And it's, I could not be more proud of the song and to have her on it and everything she brought to the table, man. It's going to be, uh, oh. it's exciting. Do you go in the studio together, Cole, or do you wait for her to send it back? Well, we uh, we were in there the day we cut it, recorded the song, you know, and I still remember, you know, having her in there to do that. We did, you know, our vocals separate times, but the uh, the actual tracking of the song, we were there together and just to see she was excited. And I know we've got footage of that, you know, how excited I was. It was just, a, you know, it's something that you never know how something's going to turn out. And I just knew that day here in the band and what Zach Crowell did with it. It was just uh, it was going to be amazing. The Friday Morning Conversation with Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. Hey, Lainey, last time we talked to you, you were just about to have a number one song. You now have your first ever number Shoot. one. Congratulations. What did you do to celebrate Dude. that? Oh, my gosh. I went to really nice restaurants every single night for like a week solid. I got <laughs> dessert, you name it. Like, I was just high on the hog. Um, so I was like, okay, I got to stop doing this now. I can barely fit in my pants. So... <laughs> Cole, you have a bunch of number one songs at this point. When you think back to, I think, Chillin' It was your first number one, what advice would you give Lainey as she's kind of starting this career as, you know, a, an artist that's hitting the charts now? Everybody dreams of having one of them, you know, and, and to be fortunate enough for radio and you guys to support what we do. I think uh, it's just 
having the music to follow that up and i know she does i like i said i'm a fan of her album and um she's got plenty of songs so that's another thing for her to be willing to sing on this one with me uh you know that people support you and you got to be thankful and i think she knows i don't uh, other than that uh she's got everything it takes she's going to be around a long time and i just from hearing people talk I, everybody loves her and i um I, this is just the beginning for her so cole what is your favorite song to sing in your set right now oh man in my set right now well i'm ready to put this one in the set we got to figure that out but other than that probably just my latest release is some habits uh song just because it's it's new you know i've been waiting to put out new music this will be my uh, first single since single Saturday night, uh, never say never. So I'm ready to do that one. But right now I love, uh, love doing uh, some habits. Acoustic It's pretty, pretty cool. The old hits for you and you have so many, but when you look back at, you know, some of the first number ones, have you performed them so many times that you can actually like think about your grocery list and stuff you have to do at home <laughs> while you're singing it? Yeah, I mean, not uh, not quite. I mean, that's, I'm kind of ADD out there. I get distracted by the crowd or whatever. I do have to pay attention. But even songs like Chilling It, you know, uh, the first one, that's uh, one that you just you have to keep finding different ways to get into the song and trying to do an intro where they don't know what's coming just because you've played it for so many years. And that, to me, just to see people's reaction, it's, uh, it's cool to know that, hey, man, that's been however many years ago, and it's still one of the highlights of my set. So that's a good thing. All right, you guys, congratulations on the new song. Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. The new song is Never Say Never. Good to see you guys, and I'm sure I'll see you guys soon. All right? Thank you, Bobby. All right, bye, guys. See ya. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. We have a personal tell me something good from Christy, who is on the phone in North Carolina. Hi, Christy. Good morning, Bobby Bones. Good morning, studio. Morning. What's going on? My grandmother was born on this day in 1922. She is 99 years old today. Wow. <laughs> how's, she, how, how's her health? She doesn't hear or see quite as well as she used to, but she's still, she says, I'm not, I ain't no spring chicken, but she still knits and crochets, and my uncle's taking her out to lunch today. She was real proud when she got her Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Wow. So, but you said she doesn't see her here as good as she used to. I would never, I don't yeah, see I don't, her here as good as I used to, yeah. to be honest with you. The fact that she's still rocking and crocheting and she's 99, that's awesome. What is her name? Regina May Burns Parson. She's got a lot oh. of names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Does she attribute her longevity to anything? I would probably have to say I can freely speak for my grandmother on this one, which, by the way, I call her Mama. It would be her face. Oh, okay. Sometimes people are like making beer. <laughs> Sometimes making and beer. Yeah. Make this good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never smoked anything. She's maybe had some alcohol twice in her whole entire life. And she goes to church every Sunday when church was a little more active. She was in a circle group, you know, with her older ladies playing euchre once a week for quarter games. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And please wish her a very happy birthday. To 99, and heck, to 100. Yeah. Can't wait for that. It, that's awesome. Thank you, and have an awesome day, Christy. Thank you. You guys as well. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Tell Me Something Good. I Googled easy trivia for kids. These are the questions it came up with. By the way, Eddie's dominating. He's won two championships <laughs> in a row. He won the last game. Oh, relax. Got lucky. Easy trivia. Amy, you're up first. Mm-hmm. This is very easy. 
Who was the first president of the United States? George Washington. That is correct. What's your favorite color? Oh, thank you. What's your favorite color? Black. Really? Really? Oh, that's sad. I didn't know that. Or Did that change recently? Black and white? Your favorite color is black? Oh. Or white? Black like, that's such a weird... Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I like... Amy. What, is that bad? Okay. Green. No, no don't change no, it for no, us. We don't want you to lie. Just, if anyone says black or white, it's like that's such a polar... Well, I like black and white. But if I there I, she is, Amy. Everybody, Amy. Okay. Lunchbox, what do you measure with a thermometer? Your temperature. Correct. What's your favorite color, Lunchbox? Uh, it's absolutely green. Wanted to be in the army as a kid. Loved camouflage, and as I got older, money is green, so I stick with green, green, green. Eddie, how many wheels does a tricycle have? That's three bones. Tricycle three. Correct. As we learn about everybody, what's your favorite color? Oh, mine is blue, like the ocean. Nice. Morgan, how many dwarfs were there in the Snow White? Seven. Correct. Final for you, Morgan. Share with us your favorite color. It's teal, like the Tiffany teal color. Like blue. Tiffany teal. Who's Tiffany teal? The Tiffany box, the jeweler. Oh, now I got the color. There there (laughs) they are, our players. You don't want to miss a question because if you do, you will hear this. You've been boned. And I can tell you, no one likes to get boned (laughs) from experience. The source. Amy, ready? Yes. What country is the Taj Mahal in? India. Correct. Lunchbox, how many inches are there in a foot? Twelve. Correct. Eddie, how many sides does an octagon have? Octagon, that's eight for octa, so give me eight sides. Correct. Morgan, how many legs does a spider have? Eight legs. Correct, good. All right, good job, guys. All right, let's let's go. go. next, Next round. How many arms does a starfish have, Amy? Five. Nice. Wow! Aggressively came at it. Wow! I would have got there, but I thought it was a trick. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Lunchbox, what animal is Tom in Tom and Jerry? Oh, which one's which? Oh, my gosh. Tom and Jerry. Is Jerry the cat or is Jerry the mouse? Is Tom the cat or is Tom the mouse? Right? Oh, my gosh, I got a 50-50 shot here. What animal is Tom and Tom and Jerry? Dang. I'll just go mouse. I have no idea. Tomcat. Tomcat. The cat, man. No idea. Yeah. Oh, that's... You've been boned. Which is why they call him a Tom, Tom, I yeah, hate that Tom for you. Cat. Yeah, Tomcat. Sorry, man. We, we hate that. I don't know what a Tomcat is. It's a cat. It's a boy cat, I a think. A boy cat. Yeah. Well, you've been eliminated. What would you like to say? That was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> I know. It's it's so, it's so hard sad. to go out of went out first. Like that. Well, I mean, it's, it's terrible going out first. I know. I, I mean, just Tom, I mean, I just have no idea. All right. Well, he's eliminated. Hey, shut off that microphone. No, no, you don't have to shut it off. Yeah. I'm not going to pout like. Oh, oh, and there he goes. He's what? Like, You're not going to what? Sorry, it's my. You can't on. talk, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie. Come on. What direction does the sun rise from? Ooh, the sun always rises Hold on, let me think about this. Because growing up at the beach, the west. Hold on. Why does Eddie have an atlas out? <laughs> hold on, I'm thinking. Hold on, hold on, guys. Don't mess with me. You, you always say that when the sun comes up, you see LA. Oh, so that's the west. The sun. Dang it! Hold on. I think it rises in the east. The sun goes up. Comes up in the east. Correct. 
Rises, <gasps> in the, rises in the east and sets in the west, which is why New York is ahead in time zone. Dang, okay. Morgan, what's the largest ocean? Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. There's the Atlantic, the Pacific. Oh, boy. What? Oh, boy. Did He's I say it wrong? count the oceans? No. No, I just, I don't know. I'm stalling. <laughs> what's the largest ocean? Uh, Pacific. Correct. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Amy, we're going to get a little harder this time, okay? Okay. What's the longest bone in the human body? What? What's the longest bone in the human body? The first thing that comes to my mind is the femur bone, and I'm just going to go with that. Femur? Yes, the femur. Correct. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Try to get her. Eddie, what's a group of lions called? That's a den. Incorrect. Hey, You've been bone. Bone. You've been bone. Bone him. Bone him. Bone him. Bone him. And that hurts bone my pride. Him. Bone him again. Wait, well, easy. Only one You've bone. You've been bone. Okay, guys, come on. <laughs> wow. Whoa. The mighty Eddie has gone down. Why did you say den so quickly? I was confident that it was den, mm-hmm. but it's not. Man, You're I, thinking of the lion's den where they hang out. They chill. <laughs> where they get drinks after work. <laughs> Hey, I feel now I know what it feels like to be Tom Brady. Everybody hates on you mm. being the best. Well, I now have to turn off your microphone. Thank you. You're not dead to us. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. Morgan. Yeah. What is Shrek's wife's name? Fiona. Correct. <sighs> All right, two remain. Amy, what's the name of the forest where Winnie the Pooh lives? Um. No, that's Peter Pan. I'm going to say, like, Never Never Land. <laughs> What's Peter Pan? What's the name of the forest where Winnie the Pooh lives? The, um, Honey, Winnie, Tigger, Tigger to the forest. The, f- the hidden? I don't know. The happy? Need an answer? I don't know. Hidden. No, it's the Hundred Acre Wood. Hundred Acre, yeah, that's it. Dang it. So I'm not going to bone you quite yet. Yeah, I know. Morgan, this is for the win. Yeah. Yep. You know what? Let's go ahead and bone her. You've been boned. But you can be unboned mm-hmm. if she misses it. Okay. Morgan, what's the slowest animal on earth? Oh, a sloth, potentially. Sloths are very slow. A snail? That's not an animal. Is that an animal? Yeah. Turtle? Turtles are slow. Hmm. Oh, it's between a turtle and a sloth. I feel like nobody ever says sloth, though. Everybody says turtles are slow. It's the tortoise and the hare. What's the slowest animal on earth? <sighs> Easy trivia. Morgan remains. If she gets this right, she gets the point. I think it's a sloth. Is that your answer? Yeah, that's my answer. If you would have said turtle, you'd have been wrong. Come on! <gasps> it's sloth. Oh, yeah! Oh, <laughs> Nice job, Morgan. Big win. What do you want to say? Hey, you turn everybody's mic back on. What do you want to say to them, Morgan? I feel so proud right now. Just, you know what? I'm proud for me, Amy, and Lunchbox because we beat Eddie. Wow. 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 A victory for Morgan is a victory for us. Yes. Right, Lunchbox? No. Yes. No. That's a loser mentality. It's just for me and Amy. I don't care. It's just me and Amy, then. Eddie? What? You're now the most hated guy. I'm feeling it. 
Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from San Antonio, Texas. Someone had plans to steal an ATM from a bank, so they got a rope, tied it around the ATM, and they stretched it out. They floored it. Only problem is the ground was real muddy from rain or the sprinkler. Truck got stuck. They had to leave the truck there. Oh. <laughs> Which then they can track back. Yeah, then they track the truck because it's stuck there. I just wonder if you <laughs> steal an ATM if you actually can't get into it. Hmm. Probably. Surely oh, a, they have a plan for that. I would think not. If they didn't plan for the muddy land, I don't think they planned for level two of the ATM. How to get I mean, into that thing. You yeah. just can't just take a hammer to it, can you? I wouldn't think so. I would think that had more cutter? like explosable, ex- you know, explodable things like a bag with the explodable purple in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dye. Like if you open the wrong thing, poof. <laughs> they should put those in ATMs. There was a bit that a radio station did once where they were acting like they were stealing an ATM. They put a rope around it and they had a truck and they were going to drive. And they were like, let's see what happens. And listen, I've done let's see what happens oh, bits, too. Boy. Yeah, never. But they got arrested. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's what happened. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Hope you guys have an awesome weekend. Thank you for hanging out with us. And we'll see you in a couple days. Bye, everybody. Come on. Get your Bobby Bones on.